All You Need to Know, the Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning and thanks for listening in. This is the daily morning update from Bloomberg Quint and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 21st of May. India will allow airlines to resume domestic flights next week, exactly two months after the lockdown grounded all planes as Prime Minister Narendra Modi seeks to gradually restart economic activity even as the coronavirus infections in the country jumped at the fastest pace in Asia. Civil Aviation Minister Hardeep Singh Puri said in a Twitter post yesterday that all airports and air carriers are being informed to be ready for operations from the 25th of May. And the railways yesterday issued a list of 100 pairs of trains that will operate from the 1st of June, putting in operation popular trains such as Durantos, Sampark Krantis, Janshatapdis and Purva Express. Both AC and non-AC coaches will run on these trains, but there won't be any unreserved coaches. Booking will commence at 10am on the 21st of May. This comes at a time when new COVID-19 cases in India are rising at the fastest pace among countries in Asia. India added over 5,600 new cases in the 24 hours to 8 a.m. yesterday. And that rate of increase is likely to have continued today as well. The Indian government approved setting up a new entity to provide liquidity to non-bank financial companies under the government's fully guaranteed support to help stressed shadow lenders. The special purpose vehicle will issue securities guaranteed by the government of India according to a plan uh, that has been approved by the union cabinet. The Reserve Bank of India will purchase this paper and a stressed asset fund of the SPV will invest the proceeds in short-term debt of NBFCs. The government's guarantee will be capped at 30,000 crore rupees though. For all the details, do look up the story on the website bloomberquint.com. This move, of course, has been necessitated by the fact that banks have been reluctant to lend to NBFCs in April despite excessive liquidity in the system. In fact, they parked their funds with the Reserve Bank of India. In its macroeconomic report for April, the finance ministry said that banks were risk-averse and parked a staggering 7.4 lakh crore rupees with the RBI under its reverse repo of window, despite an unattractive interest rate of 3.5%. In regulatory news, the Securities and Exchange Board of India has said that listed entities must perform a qualitative and quantitative evaluation of coronavirus impact on their business and financials and provide such information to shareholders. The market regulator noted in its circular, which comes into effect immediately, that the listing regulations provide for disclosure of material events that impact the business of a listed entity. And while some companies have disclosed information on measures taken by them for sanitation and safety, the total number of entities which have made such disclosures is small. Speaking of the impact of the virus, cab aggregator Ola is laying off as many as 1,400 staff from rides, financial services and food businesses as revenues declined by 95% in the last couple of months due to the coronavirus pandemic. 
That's according to a note by Chief Executive Officer Bhavish Agarwal. In international news, Chinese doctors are seeing the coronavirus manifest differently among patients in its new cluster of cases in the northeast region compared to the original outbreak in Wuhan, suggesting that the pathogen may be changing in unknown ways and complicating efforts to stamp it out. Patients found in the northern provinces of Jilin and Heilongjiang appear to carry the virus for longer periods of time and to take longer to test negative. That's according to one of China's top critical care doctors who spoke to state television on Tuesday. In international markets, equities in the Asia-Pacific region have started the day in the green after a positive close on Wall Street overnight. There's some positivity because more economies globally are trying to gradually open up. The three benchmarks on Wall Street ended higher by 1.5 to 2.1%. Gains in the three early rises in the Asia-Pacific region are a little more muted though. With that, it's over to Agam Vakil for the trade setup for the day in India. Good morning, Agam. How are we looking today? Good morning, Alex. Good morning, listeners. Well, the SGX Nifty at this point in time is trending marginally in the green. So we are likely to see a flattish opening this morning for the benchmarks. But uh, we shift focus back to stocks and we do have a lot in terms of earnings. Bajaj Auto, I'm going to start with, where revenues declined 8%. And net profit was largely flat, which was ahead of expectations. And this was largely aided by the international business. It's also posted margins, which saw an expansion also ahead of consensus. Moving on to Jubilant Foodworks, we were expecting a muted quarter. And that's exactly what we got. Revenues rose 3.8% and slightly higher than consensus. Margins also rose to 18.9% against 17.1%. But a lot of this was on account of India's impact seen on rent and depreciation. The all-important number, same-store sales growth, did see a contraction of 3.4%. And overall, net profit was down 72%. Why? To a certain extent, a one-time provision of 32.3 crores for the Sri Lankan arm, COVID-19 impact and investments made in corporate bonds of Divan Housing Finance, Reliance Capital and ILNFS. Moving on, Pharma major Ajanta Pharma has seen a stellar quarter with revenues rising 32% on the back of strong exports and steady double-digit gains in India. Its margins did contract to a certain extent due to raw material costs and employee ex- uh, expenses, but Its net profit rose 45% year on year and certainly been uh, one to where we have seen a lot of gains coming in. Now, in terms of today, we are keeping an eye on Bajaj FinServe, Hindustan Zinc and Colgate Palmolive. Moving on, we have aviation sector, which will be in focus considering the aviation minister Hardeep Singh Puri stated that domestic civil aviation operations will recommence in a calibrated manner from May 25th. All airports and air carriers are being informed to be ready for operations from May 25th. Kalpataru Power Transmission 
is where the board has approved a buyback of up to 4.7% equity at a maximum price of 275 rupees per share aggregating to 200 crore rupees now the buyback is at a premium of 43% from yesterday's closing price the company has also said that it's received orders of 909 crores in the current fiscal to date and the board is approved a proposal to raise another 300 crores via an NCDs. Now, Monsanto India is facing some challenges considering Delhi High Court has dismissed its plea to quash investigations initiated by the Competition Commission of India against the company in February 2016. The investigation against Monsanto was initiated by the CCI over a complaint which alleged abuse of dominant position by Monsanto in manufacturing and sale of BT cotton seeds in India. And finally, we have Dr. Reddy's Laboratories where the board has reappointed G.V. Prasad as co-chairman and managing director of the company through January of 2026. Now, these are just some of the stocks you can watch out for as we move into trade today. But don't forget to go through our morning edition of All You Need to Know only on BloombergQuint.com. Thanks, Agam. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day. I hope you enjoyed listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you can listen to this show on the IVM Podcast app? On the IVM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene and the Unseen with Amit Varma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladitya Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IVM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy. 